Hey, where are the white women at? But how did he get down to his underwear that fast? We'll just have to take these pants off so that I can take a closer look. Still others evolved so much, they don't even need to wear pants. <laughs> We have the jazz music on in the background. We do. We do. It's, I, I was missing it. Really? I'm tired of Chris's what? music. I. What? Oh, Christmas. I thought you said Chris's. Like Chris oh. Lay's music. Oh, and I was no, like, no. Jesus, really? No, he, it was wow. fun at the, uh, the Black That's Ridge. That Swiller show was absolutely fucking mad. They're, they, those guys are killing it. They're, now that they're they've got some harmonies and shit going on, I, I, I was like, "You guys are like the shitty Eagles." And he's like, "Oh man, that's such a great compliment." <laughs> <laughs> the shitty Eagles are like, "Are they any good?" Nah, they're shitty. No, so it's not just a funny name. Now that they can like play and stuff, they're actually not bad. <laughs> yeah, what saying is that what you're no, doing? no, 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 because yeah. those guys they're all tremendous musicians in that band. But it like it just the harmonies to me, harmonies can make a band. Yeah, like. Bad Religion, one of my favorite punk bands of all time. Very political, but it's still punk rock. It's still three and four chord progressions. It's very simple music. Those guys, I think what gave those guys staying power and what set them aside from all the other you know, crappy punk bands in the L.A. scene in the early 80s, what set them aside was the fact that they could do three and four part harmonies and they were just dynamite. It is a, no one else was doing it that. It is then. a tool in one's musical toolbox. That everybody doesn't possess. And you know tools and boxes, don't you? <laughs> like a lot of tools around here. You do have a lot of tools. <laughs> a couple of them sitting right here. <laughs> <laughs> so, Paul, I'm under the weather. Yep. And I I'm, mean, we're all kind of under the weather because <laughs> we stand on the ground. But I, uh, I, I feel okay right now, except I've got what feels like a ball of uh, mucus on my right, behind my right eye. So earlier this morning or yesterday or sometime after you proclaimed that you might be getting sick, like a number of hours later, I thought, uh-oh, I think I feel something. I bet I got something from Joe, that dick. But then it didn't happen. It's not like we were making out. We weren't fucking. I didn't even shake your hand or touch you at all. You were sitting in the front seat of my truck. We were driving down to the stupid movie. Yeah, but I didn't fucking cough in your eyeball or anything. We're in a like, closed environment. It doesn't work that way. That's like, exactly it really, how fucking, it works. Oh, okay. I, I know you know. You know, I, look, I don't tell you how to suck dick and make airplanes. Don't tell me how to do my fucking job. <laughs> and we saw <laughs> and we saw uh, Vice. 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 Yes, Vice. It was uh, it, I like I still think it was like 90 percent great and 10 percent over the top propaganda. Yeah, but that's what movies are. Not always. But but I also understand it's kind of a hot button topic, uh, or has sure, been was. You know, politics always. But it was uh, I can say for a fact that everyone, every single actor, just nailed their oh, role it was, perfectly. It was unbelievable. Christian Bale as Dick Cheney blew my mind. Now I haven't seen as many movies as you have this year. So do you think he's going to win the Academy Award? For I don't think so. I think okay. it's going to be Rami Malek for Bohemian Rhapsody. Sorry, Chris Lay. Chris didn't like that movie. 
Oh, he's a freaking musician. He, he just, he's, a, he's a musician, and I, I understand one of the things that he really didn't like about it. Was to, actually, one of the things that I didn't like about it was that they emphasized too much on his uh, lifestyle and being gay and all that stuff, which he really wasn't. I, and I told him, I'm like, if anything, uh, Chris, it's going to make people realize that he wasn't just a, he wasn't just a, a gay frontman for one of the greatest rock bands of all time. He's a multifaceted, very interesting individual who had like lots of different parts to his so personality and his life. Backed and off on the gay and maybe not. I didn't think that was in your face. I didn't even think that it was too much. I don't think it was either. But I do. But but there is something else that really did kind of bother me was the the fact that um, there was there was actually two things that kind of bugs me. And Chris brought him up too, and I said I can let that go. I can let it go is the timeline in which he told the guys that he had uh, AIDS, AIDS, HIV, AIDS, uh-huh. uh, and the, um, the them saying that they hadn't torn in years. Uh, to, they haven't toured in years before they went on and, and played Live Aid because they'd actually gone on a, like a world tour, like an 18-month tour, like four months before Live Aid. So why do they even say that? I don't know. I don't know. Didn't, I, didn't really I, I don't add know. to the movie. I, I think it's one of those. It was no. I mean, it could add for dramatic effect. I don't fucking I make movies, man. I make podcasts and I make Dookie. That's it. The, uh, like, the I don't uh, fucking know. I don't. I don't know. It it, it it stuff like that does kind of irk me a little bit, especially when it's something that hits really close to home. Mm-hmm. And this is probably one of the only like musical biopics that came really close to something I know quite a bit about, right? Because Chris and I had a nice long conversation about it at the brewery last Saturday when he he was just sitting. He didn't even order a beer. He came in with a coffee, just came in to talk and bullshit and talk shit to me about how much, uh, how bad, or how much he hated the movie. And I was like, you didn't hate the movie. There are a couple aspects that bothered you because you're a huge Queen fan. And I guarantee you, I lived with the Queen fan, the largest Queen fan in North fucking America. I'm sure For you did. five years. So and, and I know a lot, and uh, but I did tell him. I said there was little subtle things, little subtle things that most normal people wouldn't pick out, like the fact that John Deacon and Freddie Mercury were best fucking friends for thirty years. But isn't this also kind of a hipster thing to do to just bag on something really hard? I think it's kind I, of a maybe, kind, maybe kind of, yeah, sort of. But it's also it's maybe not a hipster thing. It's a it's a whatever you're into. It's like if, what if they there was like a what if they made like a I don't know, man. Like a some some sort right. of right, like a glider about, movie. Let's or talk something. about the the right stuff or something that wasn't all historically accurate, but it was still a fantastically done. It movie. was a fantastically done movie. But there's a lot of things that they just got wrong for artistic license. It's a yeah yeah, and that's they, okay. Yeah, and that's a, they they uh, uh, in that in the, specifically in the right stuff they took a handful of uh, like they didn't specifically say. Like the one German, like our Germans are better than their Germans. Like mm-hmm. the German, it wasn't. It wasn't just one fucking German. I granted, I know Werner von Braun was a sure. it was a big deal, mm-hmm. but there was like a team of like sixteen. Or was, was it Operation Paperclip? I think is what it was yes. called. Yes, pulling the uh, German scientists out of and Austrian scientists and whatnot out of uh, Nazi Germany and bringing them here, giving them citizenship only if they worked on our space program, right. the defense department. So. But they what they did is all do an amalgamation of a bunch of different people and just call it so and so. And later on, flying the X one when Jaeger was doing all that stuff, they, you know, he was in there drinking, which they did drink a lot, and they said, "All right, well, you know, when you want to fly, well, how about tomorrow?" It didn't happen like that. No, it, it never. It was a like lot that. of training ahead of time. They all it was yes, they were there partying and they were doing the whole test pilot thing. But a couple of days leading up to with they because they didn't do they didn't decide. 
Okay, right. we're just gonna we're gonna break the sound barrier tomorrow. Yeah, we're gonna we, make an attempt. We gotta this. find somebody. How about that guy? It was what about planned that guy? weeks in advance, oh, yeah. if not months in advance. And they did a lot of paper, you know, a lot, a lot of a, a theory and all that behind right. it, how they're gonna do it, and it wasn't just dumb. But it was. It kind of made it a cool, cool movie. But if you have thing. knowledge, if you have intimate knowledge about the topic that a big, like a big name movie that's been hyped. And and in I don't know about the hype surrounding the right stuff because it came out like around the time I was potty training, so I don't really know about that. But like the the Bohemian Rhapsody, like that movie has been hyped for like for a fucking decade. Right. I remember the first time I heard something about it. I remember where I was. I was watching too. I still had cable. I haven't had cable TV in let's see in February. This uh, like this upcoming February 2019, it'll be 10 years since I've had cable. And I was watching on cable TV when they said, Oh, Freddie Mercury and Queen biopic and in the works, da 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 da, and so and so set to direct, and all that shit completely changed 50 times the past 10 years. But it was hyped. There for are those of us that are fans, it was hyped for a long time. There are a pile of movies that have been worked on and talked about and, and reworked. And I mean, they, they have more topics they can ever get to in the next hundred years. You know, probably they're they're going to be of course. You know, people going to buy them and sell them, and, and who's going to do it now? Who's going to going to restructure? Who's going to be in the movie and who's going to produce it? And uh, you know, it just goes on and on and on. And some of them just never get fucking made. Yeah, so I actually gave Mike a book that I I purchased a long time ago uh, uh, called Tales from Development Hell. And it's, uh, I think it's maybe 10 or 12 different movies in the book. Half got made and half didn't. And uh, the half that got made were were some really big name, uh, big time movies that, Took forever to get made, and some uh, some some fantastic uh, uh, topics that they would love to see in a movie. They did just they couldn't find the right director. The timing yeah. was wrong, and all that. Cause people like and, pre-pro- and, and there's lim- and there's limited funds too. They they have financing to deal with. They don't of have course. like they don't just have billions of dollars they can just suck and play with. But that's why Disney gets involved with movies and that kind of crap. Mm-hmm. They do have a shitload of money, and that's why they buy certain franchises. They right. can really, but get I think out there. anytime you have something that's hyped for any length of time, especially when it's got a fervent niche detail oriented audience like musicians, mm-hmm. you're going to have people that are unhappy with the movie. It's going to be a small percentage of people, but they're going to be vocal. Right. And that's why like, I like <laughs> when I was talking with Chris, I, I'm trying to bartend. And then he's like, yeah, I just thought it fucking sucked. And I was like, Okay, <laughs> fucking pump the goddamn brakes. It didn't suck. Okay, the guy that they got to play Freddie Mercury is a tremendous actor, and he's probably going to be nominated for, if not win. But not just him. Yeah, who who, was, like the, who they, was the original guy they got for that? And they he Borat. Borat. That's right. Yeah, he was going to play Freddie Sasha Mercury. Baron Co- yeah, yeah, Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, I forget exactly why he dropped out. It had some. It was just creative differences. He's like, I'm only going to do this if I get to do it this way. I thought they wanted to like, do more drug stuff or something like that. Yeah, no, I think no, they no. wanted to put more drug stuff in there. They wanted to make it more about Freddie's extravagant lifestyle and all that stuff. I'm like, oh, fuck, really? All those guys. You know who had more of an extravagant lifestyle no. in that era than than Freddie Mercury? Fuck, f- fucking Roger Taylor, the drummer. He was the guy that was buying fast cars and wrecking them and going, eh, just leaving them on the side of the road. And he would take the license plate <laughs> off and just leave. Like, just leave the car, like, broken down the side of the road. Not call, not call the cops, not tow it, just, just buy another it. one. Just shit like that. Like, he was, and he was your typical drummer. But you never hear about him because he was a drummer in the era of, like, uh, John Bonham and Keith Moon. Right. Roger Taylor seems rather mild. Tame but, compared to Moon, yes. But you, you blow up the whole... the. 
the gay thing, the AIDS thing, the, the all like all that shit. Like, I it it gets to especially right now to in 2018. There's a lot of uh, tension on LGBT. You get that L- LGBTQ. LGBTQ. It's Jeez. fine. Can't say it fast enough. You want to just add all the letters in there? It's really kind of funny. If like they just LG- add some vowels in there, it'd be easier just to make it a word. Okay, then so LGBTQI. So libgadum. Yeah, I mean, you have to say. Don't do that. I, I don't think <laughs> doesn't work that way. Just trying to make it a word. Uh, it's you know not I mean? very acronymical, is it? No, it's not. Anyway, uh, I think that uh, I've watched a handful of movies. Like I did that. Like I went on kind of a binge. I finally watched the movie Split. Did you ever see that? No. Did you ever see Unbreakable? No. <laughs> Have you ever... You are aware that there is a thing out there called movies, yeah. right? Okay. I have a different lifestyle than you do. What? Uh, no, I don't mean that. <laughs> I want to know what you mean. <laughs> no, I, I, don't, I don't watch as many movies as you do. Why not? I, I, just, I, just, I got shit to do. No, you don't. I kind of do. Oh, you got to, uh, I understand. You got to pick up the kids from daycare and then make yeah. dinner for the wife and all that stuff. Right. Okay. Pilates. Pilates. <laughs> I'd like to watch you do Pilates. <laughs> you know what we should do is we should get Pilates. another mic, another, uh, um, we have lapel. No, no, no. Shut up. Oh. Another lapel mic. Yeah. And have Jasmine come in and do a yoga session with all three of us mic'd up. Just so we can hear our grunting and groaning. And I think people would die laughing. Yeah. I think that could actually be really funny. Anyway, uh, uh, yeah, the, I was so watched Split, which is completely batshit crazy. Okay, Unbreakable is Samuel L. Jackson, Bruce Willis, where Bruce Willis is like a he's an unbreakable guy. Like he's it's a lot, this is an eighteen year old movie. It's two thousand is when it came I out. I may have seen this movie. Okay, so Sam Jackson has kind of a weird looking parted afro, and he's in a wheelchair, and he's like this weird guy who's looking for people who are actually superheroes. Okay. Who he believes are are have some sort of supernatural strength or whatever or abilities. And Bruce Willis is this guy who's been in several car accidents. He was in a train accident where everybody on the train was killed except for him. He walked away unscathed. Okay. Uh, he Therefore, also has unbreakable. the unbreakable, right? So, uh, and Sam Jackson plays a guy who is, has, has some genetic condition where he has incredibly brittle bones. So he's trying to this together and, and he's trying to put all this together so then so but i forgot about that that was in night Shalomon, like that guy remember okay. that guy yeah did signs and lady in the water and like all these yes. weird fucking movies always with a weird twist okay 50 uh 50 of his movies i don't like the other half are some of the best movies i've ever seen so i'm watching a somebody sent me and he's like hey check out this trailer it looks really good and i'm like glass what the fuck is this and I watch it, and the trailer is Bruce Willis's character from Unbreakable, the dude from the movie Split, and Philip Glass, who's Philip Glass? Not Philip Glass. Might be. Mr. Glass, whatever. Sam Jackson's character, and they're all three in an insane asylum. Together, oh, I'm like, oh, geez. oh, M. Night Shyamalan fooled us all. You're just making shitty movies so he can make one final piece de resistance in 2019. So Split is about a guy who has 24 personalities, and it's James McAvoy. Doing I, I've he heard of best. this movie. Yes, holy shit! Kidnaps these girls, and then he goes through all cycles through all these different personalities, and some of them are good people, some of them are bad people, some of them are indifferent, some of them are male, female, and then he's got the one that they call the horde or the beast, who's the next step in human evolution, or so he thinks in his mind. Mm-hmm. But then you see toward the tail end of the movie, it's like, oh, 
He's got veins popping out everywhere, and he didn't have veins popping out everywhere when he was in a different personality. Shit blew my mind. I know I'm late to the fucking game, but I watched that about a week ago, and I'm like, holy shit, that movie's great. So then I rewatched Unbreakable, and now the new, the third part of the the trilogy, the final act, is coming out next month, like in like three or four weeks. Okay. And it looks really spectacular. Well, I want to watch Split. Is it available like in... Uh... I could not find it to stream anywhere. I had to acquire it through other than legal means. Oh, okay. And yeah. I can get you a copy That's if you right. want to try and watch if it. If it's worth watching. It is worth watching. But the point is, I guess, the point is there's all these movies that are out there that people... And they don't... So did Chris finally back down and say, okay, it doesn't suck? Or did he still Yeah, to a sucks. certain degree. I think he brings up those topics with me. And, I, you know, Chris, he might come at me on this one, too. I hope he does. Because they're supposed I, to be on, perhaps, coming up. Uh, uh, yeah. Swillers' uh, guest. Swillers is the guest. The, the entire band. The whole band. But uh, I think I think he comes at me because he knows that I'm, I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm going to bring up. I'm going to be just as argumentative back. I'm going to meet him 100% and go, no, nope, this, 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 and this. But what I one of the major points I brought up was is to him was that what I really liked the, their attention to detail and he goes what the fuck are you talking about I said okay you know Freddie and John were best friends you know John Deacon retired from music the day that Freddie said the day Freddie died and he said I'm not doing music anymore he's done it's too painful it was mm-hmm. too painful it was his best friend for years and he died okay he doesn't want to make he only wanted to make music with those four or with those three guys and he doesn't want to do it with anybody else he never participated he did a couple reunion shows with the guys like when they would do like like for the concert for Freddie and the Mercury uh, Trust like he he heads up the um uh the foundation of Yeah the foundation like a Freddie Mercury Foundation I think it's called the Mercury Trust and but but otherwise he is not involved he is not involved in Queen or anything like that because he doesn't. It's too painful for him. Sure. And when and and now knowing that and having read biographies and autobiography of biographies about all those guys, and watching Bohemian Rhapsody when he says, "I've got it. I've got. I've got AIDS." You it, the camera kind of pans and shows the guys, and it, and you can see like tears welling up in John Deacon's eyes, whereas the other ones are just shocked. Mm-hmm. That kind of subtlety makes that movie fucking spectacular to me. Gotcha. Now, granted, and, the, and the, the shot for shot, like no other actor, there's no other actor that could have done as good a job, that no other living actor could have done as good a job as Rami Malek did when they showed the live aid scene. There's no one yeah. else could have done that. It was, uh, that was done really, really well. Yeah. I, mean, I wonder how, uh, how Borat would have done, though. I mean, didn't you say you see, saw some where he would, did makeup or yeah, he did, test stuff? He, and yeah, he did look, makeup like and like well? fake, I mean, fake teeth and whatnot. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what he does. That's what sure. Borat does. Yeah. Which makes him kind of a tremendous actor, you know. Uh, actually, that reminds me. Did you hear about the segment that was filmed for his show that they didn't air? It was too dark. For the show that, like the yeah, show that he was here, yeah, that show? yeah, the This Is America. Uh, where where was it? No, I didn't. Las Vegas. Okay, and he was trying. He was talking to a concierge, concierge, and trying to get. Um, oh God, is it about the big event that happened out there? The big shooting event? No, 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 oh, no, no, okay. no, 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 no. Oh, kind okay. of just as bad. Okay, he 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 plays like a high profile, like a whale, you know, a high profile uh, gambler in Vegas, mm-hmm. and he's asking his concierge, you know, uh, where. Like how? Who do I talk to to get uh, you know some boys? He goes, oh, "What kind of boys? Do you what are you looking for?" And he goes, "You know, um, you know, y- younger than what did he say? Younger than younger than fourteen, but uh, older than eight. 
Oh, and he said, "Yeah, I, I know." The concierge goes, "Yeah, I, I've got, I've got contacts. I can, wow. I can take care of that for you." Yeah, yeah. They filmed this, and they only released, I think, the audio of that portion. They haven't. They, they turned. Here's, here's the fucked up part. This oh, is, here's this the fucked up part. The, it gets even worse. Yeah. No, uh, so the fucked up part is, is they turned that that the interview, the name of the place, the hotel, the concierge's name, all that stuff, all that evidence over the FBI, and the FBI said, passed on it. They didn't. They didn't bother opening up an investigation. Wow. So they have, was, they have dirt of the FBI, probably. But that, but that the, was months the, ago. The now that they does. went public with this, like maybe a week ago, mm-hmm. I'm hoping the FBI opens up an investigation, or somebody does. Clark County Sheriff's Office should open up a goddamn investigation. What if what if it's what if everybody's involved in this stuff though? You know what if? Yeah, no, I'm sure. Deep? What if? Now nah, what? Yeah, a bunch of high level FBI people, like ten year old boys. We could get we could get Alex Jones in here to explain, you know, <laughs> the pedophile rings and whatnot. <laughs> Rogan's imitation of Alex Jones. Oh look, it's Senator Jeff Flake on C. CNN. I, Some people in Arizona don't like I him. I can't stand that son of a bitch. Look how fake tan he is. Yeah, but he... He looks I, like an eraser. I, I, I don't want to go down this road with people that really hate him in Arizona, and I, you know, they think that he turned on people in Arizona. I don't know about any of that. I know that I, I just... I disagree with him on his... Like, like we have fundamental differences in, uh, in, in his politics and his views on things. Right. I mean, he's... Uh, he's uh, uh, pro-life. Sorry, that's a fucking well, pe- deal breaker people, for me. People are calling him a rhino, though. Of course people call him a rhino. That's what they do when the Republican does something that they don't like what they're that's doing. That's one thing. Even yeah. though it might stick along the party lines, they're like, well, not my... Like, like 90, 90, 95% of the time, they're in line, goose-stepping all the way. Yeah, and as soon as they reach across this the party one aisle, one small like, thing, and that goes then he's for a both, rhino. That goes for both fucking sides, too. Yeah, that absolutely goes for both sides. Um... The funny thing that reminds me, shout out to Charlie, who brought up a very strong point is that uh, Trump was able to do something. Trump did something with, with gun control more than any other president has done. Oh, yeah. The, it, with the bump uh, stocks. Yes. No other president has done that. I, was, I, I said was since waiting, Clinton had I was done for, that. for commentary on this somewhere on social media or something, and I never really saw any. I never really saw anything either. I don't think they were happy about it. Now, I don't know enough about the topic, and I told Charlie that when we were texting back and forth about it. Uh, I said I don't know enough about the topic to, to speak to it, but I will give him credit for that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I give credit. Like, everybody wants to shit on whoever's in charge. Mm-hmm. Period. No matter what, there's people that it'll never be like Jeff Flake. Oh, they turned on. He's a rhino. No, you, no, you, he you probably. Ha- you have to. You really should. I think it's responsibility. It's never going to happen. To give credit where credit is due. Period. Yeah, even if you don't fundamentally like if the you person, can't stand somebody yeah. if they do the right thing, they should be given credit. Yeah, exactly. Which is fine. And and yeah, Trump was able to do some, was able to do some good with the uh, bump stock thing. I think I, I don't know. I'm still. I don't know. Like I said, I don't know enough about about the topic. I, we'll see if it has any. Sort of I believe teeth. in his in this law. Or what do you want to call it, that came through? You're supposed to within X number of days turn in your fucking bump stock. So stock, I mean, what the, me. I wonder what the stock stock bump stock bump stock. Thank you. Um, I think that's what it is. I, I think there. I think that's if you bought one. Now people that bought them illegally or secondhand or whatever or make them. Obviously, they're not gonna. Probably not going to turn their in. shit in. I mean, who's going to do that? I wonder. I wonder who. How many people would turn them in? Uh, I, I. I'll tell you who probably would. I. I did read a little blurb about it. The says who the hell's going to. The question was asked. You know, um, by like the reporter, who's going to turn these in? Who's right. going to? Who's actually going to turn these in? Well, people who because written. I guess apparently written in the law is that if you don't turn it in, 
you and you're caught with one, you might not be able to own a firearm the rest of your life. Legally, 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 legally own a firearm. Yeah, of course you can. You can just go and fucking buy. But it's one. gonna be funny because they're gonna say, "Oh, look, the, 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 between uh, 2000 and whatever, and now uh, 572,000 uh, bump stocks were sold. Right, and we've people turned in six. Yeah, there's six, <laughs> and those guys are made fun of by all their gun right. friends. <laughs> no, I, I, the, but the other thing is, is that if you're a felon, the the big one was if you're a felon who's had their uh, civil rights restored. They're immediately revoked, and you'll go back to prison. That that wow. one was like, oh shit! Now, granted, the felons that the 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 felons that have served their time and had their rights restored are probably not felons that committed violent crime with a firearm. So it's not like those are the people. It's yeah. not affecting those people. Right. You know what I mean? It's going to affect. It's going to affect the wrong people, so right. to speak. Right. But anyway, I don't know if I can get into the gun thing just because I don't. Again, I don't know enough about it. I don't know enough about the. I had to watch a video to understand exactly because somebody had told me once that you can do the same thing with a bump stock or you can do the same thing that with a rubber band, like a strong rubber band that you can do with a bump stock. You can do the same thing with your belt loop, and I did it in South Carolina. What do you mean? You, you, the way you hold the, 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 the semi-automatic weapon around your... You know, yeah, your but you're thumb. also shooting from the hip, and that's useless. That's, that's like that's, that's like using the hand that like the hand across the hammer with a revolver, like the ca- cowboy thing. It's not accurate. But, it, but it's not that that's hard. That's the thing about the bump stocks is that it's accurate because you're... Yeah. It's accurate Because you can aim right down the rifle barrel, and that's right. what the guy used in Vegas, apparently. And yeah. Actually, I'm not... It was a conspiracy, and there were 10 government officials. Yeah, maybe it was that yeah. concierge that was uh, trying to find little boys for Borat. Mm-hmm. Little boys for Borat. It sounds. It's little. <laughs> oh God. Anyway, uh, yeah. That that that. This is America thing. That because it was supposed to be like eight episodes. It was only going to be in seven because that episode that they had planned out. They just were like, we're we are not. We're not putting this out there. It's interesting though that we get that guy from England or whatever coming over here, and he's he's pushing. There are no limits to him. None. He's just gonna. He's just gonna do. You got to kind of. He's got fucking guts, man. He does have. He definitely has the balls to do some of that yeah. stuff. As much as it bothered me about the Kingman thing, which somehow I don't know how my brother uh, Eli asked me about it. He goes, "What the hell happened with that thing? How did it come up?" Oh no, it was uh, it was our friend Eric. Uh, Eric Hules. A- Eric lives in Ohio. He's from Ohio. He grew up with my brothers, and so I've known him for a million years. And uh, Eric was like, hey, man, did you see about that guy fucking the mosque? Weren't they going to build a mosque in Kingman or something? I'm like, motherfucker. I thought we were over this. I hadn't heard anything about it in like three months. Right. So I said, no, it was this and this and this and this. He goes, man, I watched the video. It was pretty fucking terrible. So then I, my brother's like, what are you talking about? So I'm like, all right, let's watch this. So we watched it, and he's just appalled. And then every once in a while, my brother would chime off with, I'm racist. I'm racist against Muslims. Like he would just say that just out of nowhere and I'd start cracking up, but I'd still be a little ashamed because that guy's from here. Well, it's just the funny but, thing but is, But you though, go any. my brother brought up the point that you're about to say, I mm-hmm. think. He said, man, you can be bummed about this, but if you go into any yeah. small town yep. anywhere in the U.S., you're going to find people like that if you go looking for them. Especially if you say to. we're going to build this half a billion dollar mosque people in middle of nowhere, North Georgia, aren't going to be really happy about it. No, probably not. Yeah. I mean, there's going to be the handful of Muslims that live in fear in their, in their, and worship in their basement are going to be happy, maybe. Sure. And that's about it. Uh, yeah, it's... Uh, mm, that, that show did good things because it shined some lights in some shitty areas, our town included. But the, 
Oh God! And I mean, it got what was it? One or two? One governor and one senator? Like <laughs> they or a house? Uh, maybe it was a some sort of congressperson, uh, congressman. He retired, not retired, but uh, resigned. And another guy like had to really like he. I I, I think he had to resign. As governor, I can't remember. I and can't remember what it was. I know that a couple people ended up. It sh- it basically showed that you know you're kind of a piece of shit. And our good yeah. mayor got to be on TMZ. Yeah, and not for <laughs> not for flashing a beaver shot, getting out of a limo or something. It was she was. On, <laughs> 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 and our I do have to specify former mayor Monica yeah, Gates. Yes, she was on TMZ. Which where she belongs, as far as I'm concerned. But anyway, here's what really sucked about that whole thing. I didn't. I think I watched part of it, and I thought, wow. First of all, she can't really control it because they're being asked questions. The lighting was awful. You don't know what they're going to be asking you. What they should do is just just had a very well crafted response. Or any media is is inquiring about this. They should and have just a, sent that out and, and said right, nothing else. And there, there's our public statement. And that's it. And be done with it because yes. that's what you do in in a time like that. Yes. Uh, so eh, whatever. But we jumped in front of cameras and. It's awesome. I think it was a little bit of an ego stroke for her too, and that's fine. Uh, that's that's a that's a character flaw that most humans have, so I can't really fault her f- for that. Yeah. Was- and, and what the fuck do you do? Like you you have to own up to it. Like yeah, the like and she kind of didn't. I would have said yeah, yeah. There, See, there's people like that in this town, are, and they're they're all over this country. Unfortunately, there are probably still some there, and we're working on it. Yeah. It's yeah. a it's a problem, and we're working on it. We're, yeah. We we recognize that it's a problem, and we're working on it. Yep. And yeah, and we, we were targeted, unfortunately, and now we're in the limelight, and here we are. So that's I feel like that would have been the the better way to handle that. I would like to know how Mr. Uh, Cohen chose Kingman. You know, I, I just want to know how that like came what about. that pro- how that process yeah, was. Yeah, I'm just very interested. I kind of wonder. Eh. I tried bit. to tweet at him. He didn't. He didn't tweet back. I was like, he, he's not going like, to be on the show. I tried. Ask him, ask he, him on the show. He canceled last minute. Prick. Okay. No. Dick. I tweeted at him actually twice asking, you know, like one was at, you know, hey, I live in I live in Kingman, Arizona, and I recognize a handful of people from this. And I really want you to I, like it would be great if you retweeted the fact that there's there's people in this town that are not like that. And he didn't. There was no I got a bunch of likes, but I never got any response from him. Now, this show, is it still what is it? a? Uh, I don't I don't think what? it got renewed. I think it pissed off so many people. Yeah. That it did, and it, that How many said, episodes were there? I don't even know. I think it was, seven. About it. I think it was only like seven or eight episodes. Okay. Yeah. Right. I know it was one shy of what it was supposed to be. Gotcha. Let's take a break. Okay, good. All right.
enjoy my toilet? Did I enjoy? All I did was a number one. So, like, yes, it's it's rather white. It's um, clean. Yeah, I, I seems to be working functionally. I repl- oh, did you notice the flush compared to the? I did notice that the flush seemed a little more powerful, a little more precise. Literal toilet humor. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true. Replace the uh, the valve and the uh, you know all that sh- the whole assembly, the valve, the flapper, clean everything. Replace the lid. Why did you replace the lid? Well, the lid worked fine. It's one of those no slam lids, which I really appreciate. Oh, I thought you meant the lid like on the back, like the tank lid. Oh no no no! Like where does one buy just the lid to the tank for a? That's toilet? a good question. I bet you can't because they keep changing the shape. Like it's that a, that tank shape is is not the normal rectangular sort of shape. Is that why the one in the sporties, the women's bathroom in sporties, is still broken? <laughs> Because <laughs> I swiped that one, you're saying? No, because oh. it's cracked. Like, there's half of it's oh, missing. Yeah. I wonder where the other half is. I mean, somebody probably used this as a shiv. No, because I think you have to actually take some effort to fix something properly, and no one really wants to do that at Sporty's. So. I, you know what? That's part of Sporty's charm. It's like a well-worn-in yeah. pair of jeans. It is. If you if you put patches over the knees, it just looks dorky. Leave them, leave them all Oh, I remember wretched. doing that when I was a kid, doing iron-on patches. Oh. I still do iron on patches because I got big old thunder thighs and I wear out that part of my pants before I wear out anything else. Yeah, but so I have a stack of iron on patches in my house. Uh, right now. But they never really, I wonder if they stick better now than they used to because they never really stuck that well. These, these will last longer than the pair of jeans. Okay. Yeah. Maybe my technique was wrong or my mom's technique was wrong. Could very well be. Um, yeah, but, I remember. But, I don't think we had iron on patches. I think my mom sewed patches on. Well, that's the way to do it. Which is, yeah, but it looks stupid because they never matched. Yeah, they just it just looked bad, and people are like, "Oh, can't you afford to buy a new pair of jeans?" No, motherfucker, I have. We eat bag cereal, okay, Dick. So, so the reason I replaced the lid, the toilet seat lid, right, was because uh, uh, one of my employees decided to. Cause there was some staining on the underside of the lid, and it bothered him. Okay, which was I understand. Maybe clean it. No, no, no. no stain, stain. It is. It is clean. Look, that toilet's pretty fucking clean. Especially yes. for a hangar. Yeah, for for ba- for all intents and purposes, it's a mechanic shop. Yeah, you know, that fucker's right. clean. So anyway, so he, he it kind of bothered him a little bit. And it wasn't that bad, but he took a a Scotch Brite or something to it, and was cleaning it off, and cleaned it so well that he just cl- cleaned the paint off. Oh, so it was some exposed particle board wood or whatever the hell they're made of. Some are plastic. I don't care for the plastic lids, Joe. They're just flimsy and floppy. So I can't believe that you give that much thought. <laughs> In fact, it's. <laughs> I mean, I like the ones that close, and I like a yeah. tall shitter, which is great. That's a that big, you know, big thanks to Tim for teaching me that because I never, I didn't know about ADA toilets. I, yeah. I never shat in public. Before. And that I mean, I had, but I just oblong, never thought about it. That one's an oblong one, so it's but, a big one. Yeah, yeah. When when uh, uh, when 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 Bo was uh, remodeling his house, I remember the, the the catchphrase for the first half of 2010 was. Hey, Bo, you know what you need or you know what you should get? And yeah. it was like Bo would say every time I'd hear Tim say that, it'd be like, ching, more money. But it made for a really nice house with nice right. little tiny features that add up to something that was that, that, that was really nice. Attention to detail. Absolutely. That attention to detail. And one of them, one of the things is the, the, the tall shitters. Tall, and, tall, long, like the bigger bowl. Long oblong bowl. bowl. Yeah. Get a nice wide stance in there and do your business, oh, you know, yeah. for everybody. Although there's a handful of people, as a friend of mine years ago, Shannon she was one of them, and uh, I'm trying to think of several 
Uh, yeah, they showed the I got CNN on, and they're showing clips of like a of 2018. They showed the guy, the hang glider guy that was apparently not strapped in. Yeah, and then this guy's a world record uh, behind the truck bicycle. Speed. Bicycle anyway. guy. Anyway, right, so yeah. so that's one friend of mine is like she's really really tiny, very short. She's like maybe five foot. And she walked out of the bathroom. She goes, "He's a homunculus." Yeah, she's not a homunculus. She's she's, a, she's an average. She's a very like below average size human, but okay. she wasn't a homunculus, which is a very dated, offensive term. It's like midget, <laughs> by the way. Homunculus is not a real term. Yeah, I think it kind of is. It's like no, it's it was, and I'm not going down this There's road. Enough. But she walks out of the All bathroom, right. and she's like. I like the style. the The bathroom looks really nice, but my feet I can barely I can only touch the when I go to the bathroom I can only touch the floor with my toes, right? Because she's so short. I'm like, huh? Oh, I've only ever had a couple people not so, complain, but yeah, those. But so, but the the toilet lid, like, why? I like that it's quiet. I like those. Yeah. That's a that's always a great addition because there's nothing worse than the slamming. Oh yeah, I hate like slamming you, doors like and slamming toilets. If you're tired, it's late at night or early in the morning, and you and you and you just you don't have all your faculties about you, and or or you have bang, a, you have a roommate, or if it's your significant other or something, yeah. somebody gets up in the middle of the night and it just wakes you up, slap, bang. Yeah, it, it's 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 annoying. I hate that, and it happens to me all the time. Anyway, so, so we replaced it today too. Replaced it, so it kind of got a upgrade, upgrade, upgrade <laughs> <laughs> for the bathroom in there, <laughs> and. Uh, so I thought you might appreciate that. I, I'm waiting flush. for the, it's, it's a better flush. What about the bidet? Yeah, I really want to. Why don't Why don't you put a bidet in there? They're not that expensive. I, I don't want to do the bolt-on bidet. What you want? A, like an additional? I want additional. Oh my! Yeah, you want to go fucking ape shit, don't you? Yeah. Nah, I wouldn't. I don't do that. <laughs> I don't think apes use a bidet. Probably not. Oh. Um, get it? <laughs> Last night, all those monkey th- shit throwing videos oh, we were God. watching. Yeah, we went from you know high speed NASA type Poor Jasmine videos. That shit was so funny. We we're all sitting there, and she's like, "I thought you guys were gonna watch some fun, fun on fun videos YouTube. on YouTube. I didn't think it was gonna be a SR seventy one Blackbird or the <laughs> stupid gliders." <laughs> and I'm like, "Fine, fine. <laughs> yeah." So I changed it. I was the gatekeeper. I had the controls, and we watched watched the Thug Life compilation, yeah, and then videos. it got into the ape type creatures at zoos throwing their poo at patrons which is so funny every time it's like kids falling off bikes that'll always be funny they i'm telling you they throw so fat you can't even see the poo in the air you can't no they 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 do that in the wild yeah that's uh they're really good at it it's but the when they the the one where the damn i think it's a howler monkey i think is what that is that i don't think it was a uh baboon baboon but she was like hey hey We'll give you food. Come over here. Like shouting, like ta- taunting this yeah. fucking thing. And then she was making some sort of hand motions at the thing. Like, I don't know if she was trying to do sign language. I was waiting for Jasmine to chime in. <laughs> but I don't know what this girl was trying to do. But she got her just desserts. Oh, that bucky yeah. threw a turd at her and it landed and splattered across her face. <laughs> and she goes, <laughs> I, hate- I hate this place. <laughs> and the dad. Was laughing. The dad's laughing hysterically until the smell hits him. And he got shit on his shirt. And he goes, <laughs> <laughs> And he starts. His laughing turns into like his dry heaves. Dry heaving in between laughter. And he's laughing and then dry heaving. And la- he's back and forth between. 
Oh, God. And then the <laughs> one with the damn silverback gorilla throws a turd and hits grandma on the face and sticks to her nose. That one, I'm like, you, this is what you people get for – this is what we all get. And I, I, I'm, I'm not accusatory. I will involve myself in the human race in this aspect. That's what we get for taking wild animals and sequestering them in zoos. So and then they, walking, parading by them all going, day. Hey, look at that guy. He used to be out in the wild doing all sorts of fucking and fighting and flirting. And now – what do you do? You throw shit at grandmas. So I'm you gonna, do you, gorilla. It's been a while since I've been to a zoo. Like it's the last zooey thing I went to was uh, in in uh, Australia. When was that? 2012, 13, 13, 13. Yeah, I think it was right before the brewery opened up. If I remember right, was it that same year? Yeah, right, yeah, right, right as it was. Yeah, about to open or something. So yeah, that was. Uh, but they didn't have any. I don't know. Go to the Brisbane any. Zoo. It was no, just all kangaroos fighting? No, it was wherever the what's his name's place is. But it's north of Brisbane. Um, There's not much north of Brisbane, I don't think. I yeah. know, but that's where it was, though. It was uh, Brisbane's not all the way up north. It was up the whatever. It's not in Brisbane. It wasn't a zoo. It was uh, it was what's his name? Wild like a wild animal. Yeah, it was. Remember, it was. Uh, the man is an international treasure, and you will remember his his full name. Crocodile dude. Hunter. Crocodile Hunter. Yeah, I know, but um oh my god. This is god. disrespectful games. I, I'm like you should be ashamed of I yourself. I saw his daughter there. Petted a koala. What's his name? Steve Irwin. There we go. Thank you very much. And her name is Bindi, by the way. Right. Bindi and, Irwin. Um, yeah. So and she turned was... out to be r- rather attractive. Haha. <laughs> Sorry, so, uh, so that was the last zoo thing I went to. But if I go to another zoo, I will be more cautious around any kind of ape slash monkey tying. Kind so, of, uh, I, you know, I haven't been to a zoo, a zoo. The last zoo I think it was at was a Columbus Zoo, and I was probably like 13 or 14. I heard 14. the Phoenix Zoo is not bad. I don't know. I've never been to the Phoenix Zoo. I know that the as far as I'm concerned, the I, I've been to some top-notch zoos. Uh, I went to the – went to the um, – Let's see. Columbus Zoo and Cincinnati Zoo are both known. Columbus Zoo is one of those zoos that has uh, pandas. Mm-hmm. At the one point, at one point in time, it was the only uh, zoos in the United States that had pandas was the National Zoo in D.C. Washington, and in Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, San Diego several times, which is you know top notch. Uh, Jack Hanna and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Which. Uh, let's see, but the, but the my favorite is the Arizona Sonora Desert Museum, which is an open air zoo that's down in. It's kind of a more of a. It's 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 in between a zoo and a wild animal park. Okay, because they have natural habitats where the animals can all move freely about, but they're still contained. They're just contained in lar- very large areas, and that that's down uh, outside of Tucson, and it's amazing. You've told me about that, and I I would like to do that. Portia, I think Portia really enjoyed herself. It kind of blew her mind. She didn't realize that there were kind of well, and again, it's not called a zoo; it's a museum. So it's in yeah. It, she didn't. I don't. I don't think she knew that there was something in between a zoo and a wild animal park. Because wild animal park, it's kind of like Jurassic Park. It's like that first like half of Jurassic Park. You don't see any fucking dinosaurs. Yeah, you drive through. And I mean, go, you see the, the, the one, the the one, the very beginning when they get like out on the plane and see the brontosaurus and all that. Sure. 
But they're, when they're touring around, like you don't see any of the it's animals. Kinda, I've been, to I've been, those, yeah. I've been to animal parks where you didn't see any fucking animals except for like a giraffe or two. And I'm like, I don't really give a shit about. For a giraffes. while, these are really popular. I remember when they first started. It was called in Texas somewhere Wild Country Safari, I believe. Texas, Texas, and we drove through, and uh, I don't remember exactly. What, I know we did see some animals. Arizona's kind of cool. Like I like Arizona. Haven't been there. There's a black jaguar there. I need to go check. You out. should. You Jag- should. Jaguar, as the Brits say. He's like, hey, yo, Gaines. I don't get it because he's a he's a black jaguar. Yeah. Anyway, there's one down by Prescott or somewhere I seventeen corridor. But this thing down in Tucson, they they have animals. Yes. So it's a cro- shitloads of animals. So do you drive through no. and they are you drive up, you park, and you walk through. It's it's and the place is humongous. And they're segregated. Yeah, but it's separate and equal. <laughs> yuck 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 yuck. I mean, there's like big trenches between you and what. Yeah, like, like the more deadly, there? the more deadly creatures that they have, like mountain lions and shit like that. Okay, they're uh, clear glass, but their enclosures are I- enormous. Oh, like the one for the. Um, the well, then this probably like Steve Irwin's place because that that was is. you park and then you walk around right. these big vast areas and you can yeah, okay it's probably like that yeah it's like natural looking pathways and yeah. shrubbery and whatnot and, and it's 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 done incredibly well okay. Um, do they have like uh, I mean you know giraffes? No, because it's all native stuff that's native to the Sonoran Desert. Oh, and giraffes are not; they're native to Africa, Sub-Saharan Africa. I didn't hear the first part, and they were the Arizona Sonora Desert Museum. Natural. So, what else is natural down there? What What do they have? Cactus. <laughs> so we got you cactus. Dick. And Chuck Wallace. Mountain lions. Ringtail. The ring. The the ring. The fucking Okay. They've got everything. Tons of hummingbirds, butterflies. They've got uh, uh, shitloads of birds. That's different right, kinds no of birds. Big animals. No other big. There's no other big animal that is native to that. Oh, area, they have uh, black bears, and they have uh, what are the mountain lion type things? Pumas. Okay. Uh, coyotes. So before all we, of it, before tons we, uh, of stuff. Mountain goats, bighorn sheep. Before we turned on the microphones, you were walking by and glancing over at the bookcase, <laughs> and you started kind of laughing. Goes, "Wow!" Paul's got this this detritus of a bookcase that has just so much random shit on it, from a mannequin head. I think it's a hairstyling head <laughs> with goggles and 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 things on it. And I think lipstick. one of my employees added lipstick to it, though. So. Yes. Yeah. It also has various books, and there's just something that stood out at me, like as I was walking by, and it was the Federalist Papers, <laughs> which I haven't read in a while. Maybe you should read them. Yeah. No, I think it would just make you more angry if you read them. The Federalist Papers were kind of the sort of one of the foundation documents of uh, found foundational documents. Pre pre Constitution. Yeah, and that's kind yeah. of where some of the stuff came from. But oh my God, they kind of they, they there are literally some sentences that are so long that are you can't. There's no way you can remember how the fucking thing started as you're finishing out the sentence. Right. You can't. I, and I haven't read any of them in 20 years just because it was, I don't know, I, I had to for uh, civics. Mm-hmm. And I had to do, I remember we had to do a report on one Federalist paper and one Anti-Federalist paper because there was the other side of the, the equation. Yeah. No, there was a big debate going on. Which was, is where the Constitution came from. Yeah, it was a huge this is a big deal back. They're trying to figure out what the fuck we're going to do. It's kind of a big deal. They're like, yeah. how are we going to put something together that is blatantly uh, uh, ignored in government 200 years from now? 
You gotta make it so good, but yet this just fall apart just rapidly. Fall the fuck apart. <laughs> oh man, that reminds me. I, uh, I, I, I need to reread those. I, I do now. I, I, I don't know. Something. Need, I just had an idea pop into my head about but, something. What I, what I want to tell people is, is that once you start reading, you go, oh, okay, this, is, okay, I got it. Yeah, that's what they're saying there. Uh-huh, I see where they're uh-huh, going. Uh-huh. Oh, here's a comma. Let's take a little breather, and then you keep reading a little bit more, a little bit more. And after a while, it's like, okay, I'm kind of losing the first part of the sentence in my head. Those guys, they were literate, they were intelligent, but they did not have an English teacher teach them about run-on sentences. Yeah, and and then and then so it's some. I do remember this. I. Right hand to God, I've done this before. I'm like, okay, hold it. I'm going to pause where I am and look to see where the period is in this sentence. How much fucking longer is it? It's kind of like, <laughs> so like then, I really wanted to look at, uh, I felt like that movie Vice really was like a three and a half hour long movie for some reason. It was good. It kept my attention the whole time. I'm just thinking, God damn, I've been sitting here for a long time. It wasn't that long of a movie. It felt like a long movie to okay. me. So like, I, I, at some point, explosions for you, Joe. I understand. Oh, I Vice by Michael Bay. <laughs> Fuck you. I, it, that's not what it was. It was it, like I said, Dick. Okay, fine. Like 15 seconds ago, that it kept my attention the whole time. I it just did. felt like I'd been sitting there for a long time. Because it's kind of yeah, it's one of those topics. It's like, oh my god. There's this. so much detail to Plus, it. Plus, it doesn't. It's not a feel good movie. I mean, I felt pretty good afterward. <laughs> but I was gonna say, so anyway. so so what I have done before is I will find the period. In the in the sentence that's fifty umpteen words long, and then I go okay. Now at least I know where it ends. Now I go back to the beginning of the sentence. It's like a race. Like if you, if you're gonna be running, you want to know if you're gonna run a hundred yard race or it's a five mile race. You kind of want to know the end. You don't want to say, hey, we're gonna run. Right. We're gonna run a race today. <laughs> right. So now you know how to prep your mind to read this sentence that's 120 <laughs> words long, <laughs> which is funny because you. Like what else would you not? What what else is open ended like that? I don't like know. in your day to day life. Almost everything has some sort of limit put on you it. Kind of know you kind of have like I know my I, I know my limit on how much alcohol I can take, and I know mm-hmm. how much ibuprofen I should take mm-hmm. the day after said alcohol. There, I know how much water I can take before oh, I'm going to have to take a pee in the next hour. I know like I know those things, but like starting in an open ended sentence structure mm-hmm. makes me a little nervous it makes me a little anxious <laughs> it does i want to know where the end you, is you are a prolific reader uh, and i am not as much especially right now but I'm not I, a prolific reader yeah you are i was but anyway all right so so uh, when you go to read normally there's come there's an average sentence length of some kind you're kind of used to it there's a cadence and all that kind of stuff yeah but when you go to read this thing I, there's no question in my mind of all the books i've read which is not eh, near as many as you but I, Why I do you know keep deferring to me being some sort of goddamn you are. god of reading. You right, are. Fine. You're an, whatever you are. And demigod. Um, demigod. <laughs> and and, uh, and uh, there's no question in my mind that those were the longest sentences I have ever read in my entire life are in the Federalist Papers. I'm pretty sure about that. They have to be. <laughs> what You're not what gonna, about uh, Hemingway? Uh now I love Hemingway, but he can be long-winded. I'm gonna have to. He's long-winded to, in sentence structure, but it's it's done well. I'm just gonna start randomly picking out parts of Old Man in the Sea and see how long some of these sentences. Maybe are. look at something else other in his whole goddamn body work <laughs> rather than the the one novella that he did. <laughs> novella. That's what it is. Okay, fine. Not that short. It's pretty fucking short. All right. Like the regular little Bantam books, like like the regular paperback is like 200 pages. It's not that long. It's that short? It's very short. All right. I have to look it's at it's a novella. Okay. 
fuck with me when it comes to Hemingway, man. I know, I'm not. I'm, uh, you don't want to go down that road. My, there's something you were gonna, you were gonna, you were starting to say, and I didn't. I was just, I said like uh, something guy, like the tire guy, like this guy. It's not a guy that did transmissions, like the old Ron White bid. Mm-hmm. I got into a little bit of a, a little bit of an argument with a nurse the other night who was being a little. She was she was speaking out of turn and she was being disrespectful to one of the other uh, people that do my job. And I got defensive, especially since she's new. She's not quite a year on the job mm-hmm. and she's really good at what she does. Uh, she's very intelligent. She's just not the greatest. She's not as not very eloquent with with her speech. The information is in her mind. It just takes a minute for it to come out. And the nurse was being a dick. And so I called her up and was like, hey, don't ever talk to her like that again. And you need to listen to us and listen to our opinions because we know what we're doing. And she, I said, nope, nope, you are 100 percent on the wrong, and I'm not backing off on this. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't do IVs and prescriptions, and I don't talk to doctors all the time, and I don't do that. We only do one thing: we look at these lines, we analyze them. That's what we do. So I know- we're a, I'm a I'm an ECG guy. I, that's all I do. I don't do anything else. I don't set bones. I don't do surgery. I do this and this alone. You should listen to us because you are an amateur when it comes to this stuff, and I'm a professional. Listen to us. Don't ever talk to her like that again. And I'll be clear. Yeah, I'm sorry. Okay, thanks. But then, I, then when I got off the phone, one of the other co- my coworker, she's a Ron White fan. She's got she's seen him in person four or five times. Oh God, she, she is a fan. She spins around and goes, "You know, you sounded like Ron White." I'm like, "I did not mean to sound like that." I'm like, "I am a ECG guy." Okay, <laughs> and it fell the fuck off. Like she kept saying, she's like, "I was, I was so afraid you were gonna be like, I fell the fuck been off." Absent on lug nut day. Yeah, I, I was not absent <laughs> on ECG day. So, you've told me before that nurses, some nurses, I guess, and some doctors actually are qualified and let's say licensed or certified or whatever to do what you do. There are some that, that do that, right? Well, there's no, 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 no. So like, what I do is more. In a perfect world, an RN would have the knowledge that I do. And okay. back way back when they did. When you had nursing ratios that was like, you know, you, you, one nurse had two patients and that was it. Okay. <laughs> or maybe three patients and that's it. When it gets up to critical care, it gets to be really important to, to have a strong knowledge base across a, everything. Sure. But you're still going to want to have a specialist. Like... A, a general practice practitioner, you know, uh, MD or DO is going to have is going to be they can they can assess someone head to toe and da da da. But you want to send them to a specialist. You want a lung guy, a brain guy, a mm-hmm. bone guy, a sure. joint guy, right? Those kind of things. So you want a specialist. Not that I'm anywhere near those people's level, but I'm still I'm still specialized in that. So what it does is it takes something that somebody knows a little bit about and expands it so that they have someone to go to and say, hey, what do you think about this? And that's kind of where that's where our role is. Okay, that's, well, that's was, what we I, do. I so, it, so like they're they are qualified. There are some people that are qualified to do my job. Most of them are not. I understand that. No, and I I 100 agree or whatever and believe you in that. But where I was going with this was that on occasion, because I thought a while back there was a, a nurse that actually came in and did because they were qualified to do that or something they they had to sub for somebody at one point that and they do they they something. do they'll have to float in and, but it's they, not very well, it, most of them can't do that not a lot of it well they, they get they um, because of certain staffing issues sometimes they have to okay. we don't we can't pull from it. it it used to be the only nurses that could float in there are ones that have been trained mm-hmm. or 
an ICU nurse. Okay. And those two people are the those two levels of qualification are the only two that could float in and do our job. So this person though that came in there and was yapping about they weren't one of these qualified people. Oh yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. And now now it's coming back to me. I forgot that I even talked to you about that. Uh, yeah, she and and uh, she ended up being uh, dismissed because oh. it was she be, she not dismissed, not dis, not. I don't think she was fired. Oh. Uh, no, she was dismissed from the room from doing from floating in and doing that job because I just called our staffing nurse and said I'm not doing this anymore. Like you guys don't. I'm give. not. I'm not work. I'm not gonna sit here and be talked to by someone who makes three times what I make and doesn't know how to do my job. Tell me how to do my job. It's not fucking happening anymore. So either she leaves or I'm leaving. And if I leave, I'm calling the HR rep at 7.30 in the morning and filing a formal fucking complaint. Gotcha. And she left. Crazy how that works. Like when you guys get reprimanded, you don't like give spankings, do you? I do. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes it's bare-assed. Sometimes it's bare-assed and sometimes they're bare-assed and sometimes I'm bare-assed. It just just depends. (laughs) It just... I think I think more professions should give spankings. I, I, I <laughs> other than other than like being a father or be like being a parent or I don't know a dominatrix. More more professions should be giving out spankings. Think, think about if you walk into a corporate environment and there was a corner. Literally, let's go back to really spanking. You're spanking. You're spanking, and then do a <laughs> and then have a and let's go really far back and hat. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Let's I'm have, just let's imagining have a, the let's day have a dunce one. hat too. Let's go all the way back and have a dunce go, hat. Go back, have a dunce hat. Maybe maybe a pillory or a, the stockade or something like that. <laughs> Screw it! It worked back then. Yeah, it worked back then. Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> we should also be bur- maybe burning people at the stake. What do you think? Yep. Witch. She's see, a witch. See people if they if they float or sink and you know tie rocks <laughs> around them. Oh, <laughs> If 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 they tie rocks around them and the water accepts them, then they're then they're human. I do, but love yet they drown. But if you if the water rejects them, then they're a witch. Then you burn them. Then then you burn them. <laughs> well, have you been reading up on your Malleus Maleficarum? <laughs> do you have a Malleus Maleficarum? You know, the, do you know what I'm talking about? The I assume a man of your stature would. Yes. It was the how-to handbook for the Spanish Inquisition on how to deal with with witches. It was like think, it was like the 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 uh, the algorithmic. That, that, that's what question. I need on my shelf. You need a copy. Of, uh, you need one like bound in human skin. It says Malleus Maleficarum. No, it was the. Uh, it was like a how-to. It was like it was uh, an algorithm of okay. If they are female, then ask this question. If their answer is this, then ask this question. Mm. And then you get to the end. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure book, but for heretics. <laughs> it was it was great. God. Uh, Again, I, and I've never read the Malleus Maleficarum, but I know what it is, and I like being able to say Malleus Maleficarum. There'll be whole if he actually did the whole if he invoked spankings, uh, then there'll be a whole lot of spankings going on because no work there, would ever happen. No like, work would ever happen. I just you need a spanking. Public flogging? No, not flogging. Just spankings. All right. Just like a light swat on the ass. Can, can you imagine being the HR rep for that company? <laughs> You wouldn't have an HR. Wouldn't, why would they who, even exist? Who would the HR, but, but who, would, who would administer the spankings? It would mm-hmm. have to be kind of a neutral party. It would be. It wouldn't be like my boss or her boss. It would be like maybe an HR director or like you maybe have like a, 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 a spanks person. <laughs> your, <laughs> your official, hi, I'm the official KRMC spanks person. You would have to hire an androgynous person completely. No, 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 no. You could just do it. You could do it uh, uh, opposite gender stuff. 
Okay. Yeah. It's like, you know, ladies act up. Oh, if you identify as a woman, you act up, you're getting spanked by a big, strong guy. Ooh. But here's the thing, and that and that would worry you because potentially, most likely, guy's going to be bigger, he's going to be stronger, and the, the pain inflicted is going to be worse mm-hmm. physically. But for the guys, you identify as a male, well, it's going to be this little tiny former college-level softball player that's going to spank you or a cricket, a female cricketer <sighs> spanks you with a cricket bat, But then, which is going to be painful and emasculating and they won't fucking do it ever again but th- that's not true there's gonna be always the guy in the in the in the in the, in the, the one guy who's, who's always always getting trouble on purpose just enough he's getting <laughs> he knows exactly how much trouble to get in before like he's not going to be fired but he's going to get the maximum number of spankings right. and yes i and i think that will go for uh, both sides <laughs> okay uh, i just like the idea of like first day orientation like for your first like your orientation at uh at, at the hospital here um i remember it like it was nine years ago because it was and uh you had like it was given mostly most of the, like it's like six or eight hours long and it was given you know most of it was given by an hr rep but they also like brought in like the chief nursing officers a ceo came in and spoke and then they would have oh this is so and so from nutrition services so you kind of know some of these people and they talk about the company and all that but i can just imagine like them like oh and here's our our head uh spanks person and people are like, what? Like, oh, yeah, our punishment, one of our punishments here, you know, uh, you have your choice, but uh, you can either be terminated or a, a public spanking at lunchtime on your Spanx, shift. That's the uh, that's the uh, the devices that the women, uh, not device, the sort of half pantyhose things that women wear. Yes. Spanx. Why, why are you bringing that up? Well, because they're he, not allowed to wear them during spanking. Because you kept saying Spanx. And that's Sarah Blatley or something. That's her name. She's from Atlanta. You know, she's a... Uh, that invented these things? In Atlanta, yeah. Aren't so, they just super tight tights? I don't know. They're But they're cut off. Aren't they... What? what yeah, they cut off like mid-thigh or something the, like that. Yeah, do they go mid-thigh down? No, they don't do that. They no. go mid-thigh up. Mid-thigh right? up. Yeah. Suck your gut in. Gotcha. Keep everything nice and tight. But how she really got uh, got going was from the uh, was from uh, she was on uh, Oprah, I believe, at one point. That's what really sent her. Oh yeah, it was right through the roof. And I believe she's, I think, maybe even a billionaire now from these spanks. It's a cute name too. We're talking about spanking. Oh spanks, yeah, no, it does I, with an X. Spanks. <laughs> but I like the idea of bringing back spanking. Not bringing yeah. back spanking was never a thing in corporate America. <laughs> It should be. It should. We should bring it to corporate America. I like. I like this. We shit. It's like we'll go to go to an HR rep and all right. Here's what our company does. Congress, for example, they should be spanking each other all the time up there. That should definitely be a thing. Yeah, and not like the Bohemian Grove, like no kind of spanking, like the actual, real public fucking like uh, caning, like that. Uh, uh, like the was that Thailand? Kid, yeah, the that dude was. in uh, Singapore. Yeah, not Thailand. No, yeah. Thailand. You can do anything you want. That's Singapore's where you can't do anything. <laughs> Uh, and that guy is, he's from the, the Dayton area of Ohio. That was a big deal when that happened. It was like 92 or 93. I, I remember think. that. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck was that guy's name? And he was, I mean, I forgot I, what he did. I, I used to, he was spray painting, spray painted cars. Oh, I think it was cars. He was doing like graffiti yeah. over there. Yeah, he was doing graffiti. What a dumbass. He's doing graffiti in a, in a, in a country that you can go to jail for spitting on the ground. 
He, I bet he knew that too. Yeah, I bet he, I, he was just being a fucking asshole. Yeah, and and that's the thing. There was all this huge public outcry. Don't we? He's an American citizen. You can't do it. Fuck you guys. He went over there and he did some shit in their country. That's what he gets. Yeah. This isn't Midnight Express, okay? <laughs> it's like 10 canings and he gets to go in jail for like a month and then he can come home and then he can't ever come back to Singapore. Big fucking deal. Who wants to go to Singapore anyway? And who wants him back anyhow? If well, we t- I think we took him back. So it's like. No, it's I like, mean, the Singaporeans. Oh, yeah, they don't. Yeah, right. Singaporeans. Singa- Singaporeans? It's, it's Singa- I think it's Singaporean, I think is the demonym. <laughs> if you had to say. I th- if you had to. <laughs> make it up. I can't yeah. think of that. Michael. guy's name is Michael You know, something. it's just a snot. Matthew probably. something. What's his name? I don't know. What is he doing now? You know? Where is he now? He's Where a he CEO now? of Fortune 500 company that makes <laughs> like bamboo rods for spanking or something. Well, maybe he's partnered up with that lady, the Spanx lady. He's he's probably a uh, a uh, uh, lobbyist in D.C. <laughs> that's right. I bet you anything into what he's doing. It was 1994. Michael Fay. That Michael was his name. Fay. I want to know what Michael Fay is doing now. Just curious. Da, da, da. Mostly with his father at the door. His family moved to Singapore to live with his mother and stepfather, Marco Chan. Oh, it was theft and vandalism is what it was. Theft also? Yeah, it was theft and vandalism. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cars parked at apartment blocks were uh, being damaged uh, with hot tar, paint remover, red spray paint, and hatchets. Oh, oh shit. Wow. Yeah. No wonder he, they I think he ass. got off easy. Yeah, they should have... Uh uh, let's see. Response. The official position of the United States government was that although it recognized Singapore's right to punish Faye within due process of law, the punishment of caning was excessive for a teenager who committed a nonviolent crime. Fuck that. More no. teenagers need to be fucking caned. I believe it. Especially for that. And they, I do understand the fact that it was a nonviolent crime. But you're also talking about, like, if it were me, if I had the choice between, like, two years, two years in prison... And ten wax and a month in prison. Hello, but think of how great that is too. If people just committed crimes in countries other than their own, they can be banished from those countries. In other words, that's a great way to solve because we we put people in jail or do whatever. But if you can just have a country and then go, yeah, well, you're gone, you're done, you're never coming back here again. Yeah, it wouldn't be a great thing just to just say you're. It's kind of like putting them away in prison. But you're not actually costing anything. It's just like you cannot come in our country anymore. Yeah, you can't. I love this idea. Just I kind of like that idea too. Yeah. But where do you send them? <laughs> well, back to their own country. Yeah, that's true. The I didn't know this guy was so close in age to me. I thought he was way older than me. I, I forgot that he was a teenager because I was 13 when this was going on, and he was 16. Was he over there like on a school trip? Was he? Just, was no, he was, was living he, with his. He was living with his mother and stepfather. Oh. They were over there yep. on doing business stuff. Yep, 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 yep. So he knew better, obviously. He knew the laws over there probably were pretty freaking strict. His sentence was later reduced from 12 strokes to six. Faye was caned on May 5th, 1994 at Queenstown Remand Center. Did Good. What if they do public canings, if that's how it was done? I wonder what he, like, I kind of wonder what he does now. I need, I need to do more research. Speaking of caning and or punishment and whatnot, uh, you said the uh, movie uh, uh, Papillon. 
was yes. being remade or it did, was remade was and it remade. was fantastic. I was yeah. I was really impressed with how good it was, yeah. even though it had the fucking Sons of Anarchy dude in it, which that guy's a great actor, but I think he did a couple movies prior to Sons of Anarchy. Charlie Hunnam is his, is his name. Where did you see it? At, on my laptop. Okay. All right. Uh, I forgot that it came out. We've talked about this too, and I it remember came it was out coming and, out. It, it, it came out, and I never saw, once saw. I didn't see any. It didn't see anywhere where it was playing or anything like mm-hmm. that. It came out back in October. I don't have to watch the original one too. I I, I, I need to watch the original one too because I didn't. It was very know. good, if I recall. I knew. Yeah. No. It uh, it, it was. Uh, Award winning? Uh, I don't know if it was award winning or not, but I know that people said that it was uh, some of Stephen McQueen's uh, best work. Which is saying that about Steve McQueen means it must be really fucking good. Yeah, it's like Tom Hanks. So uh, yeah, the the new newish Papillon, new whatever. Uh, but it's got Rami Malek in it, that guy that, that played Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, that's why that he, topic he came plays up Louis Dega. Yeah. yeah, he plays he plays the the forger, the little like the sickly like small guy with so all the money. This isn't I forget what the island is. Devil's Island. Devil's off, Island, yeah. It's off the coast of French Guiana, like the northern coast of... Um, and this is where the, the, the French people send their some of their worst criminals to this yes. island, and it's kind of like our, you want to call it our, off of in San Francisco. It was like Alcatraz, and yeah. it was and it was closed down for one, some of the same reasons. It was expensive to operate, but it was also, there were, there were some really nasty... Um, some really horrible things went on at, the, at, that, at Devil's Island, and it got... Uh, out of control. Not out of control, just like a handful of people escaped and wrote books about it and and put it on like in the 1950s. Mm-hmm. Uh, a couple people wrote books about it. Now the book that that Papillon is based on on uh, Cherrier is the guy's last name. He he published he didn't publish his memoirs until 1969 or 1970, and then it was made into a movie a few years later. But in the 1950s, a couple people early or late 40s, early 50s, a couple guys escaped. And one of them wrote, uh, went, went immediately to, um, like, spoke in front of the UN and, like, wagged a finger as a fugitive, at, wagged a finger at, at the French, like, the French consulate or whatever, whoever, whoever the, the See, French he went, delegation. He was, he was a fugitive, spoke at the UN, so someone arranged it for him he to went, speak. He went to, he, he asked for asylum in the United States, got it, went to New York, petitioned UN to speak about human rights violations at Devil's Island. And uh, because he, he published he published this stuff, mm-hmm. the French government was like, "That's this. This is not as bad as you think it is. This da, is da, not da, da. what you right." And he said, "Oh, really? Let's talk about the the history of the French government doing really horrible fucking shit to not only its citizens but the the in its colonies as mm-hmm. well." So um, and they the UN put some pressure on them to like close it down for good, and they did. And I don't know a lot about the island, and because it's probably a lot larger. I mean, I don't. I am. It's not very know, big. It's not. It's how far off the coast is it? Off the coast of South America, it's yeah. like I think it was like twelve miles or something like that. Not very far. Further than but Alcatraz. Definitely further than Alcatraz. Few. Yeah. Okay. But it was Papillon was just interesting because it's definitely the, the not only because not only is it just an interesting story, but it's an interesting story because of the the basis of his very Count of Monte Cristo. He was he was framed. Mm-hmm. He was framed. Now the guy was a thief. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, the guy was a thief, and he definitely stole stuff. But he never murdered anybody, and he was he was convicted of murder. I got you. With no, it was he- it was hearsay. There was no evidence or anything like that. So he went to, and they they sent him first. See now, Papillon, like in the movie, both movies, from what I understand, uh, they really kind of condensed it down because that guy didn't he didn't go. You don't go straight to Devil's Island. Devil's Island is where you send people that 
either keep breaking out of other places or are really, really bad. And I know murdering one person is a bad thing, but most of the devils, the people that went to Devil's Island, the re, like went straight to Devil's Island mm-hmm. from a, like from a French prison and then sent on a steamer ship across the, the Atlantic to Devil's Island. Anyway, that went straight there were people that killed 30 people or raped probably, children tied up or a, shit like in that. In a straight jacket. Exactly. Need the, a real spanking. So the only way you end up in Devil's <laughs> Island is by doing that or if you went to other, because there were several French penal colonies around that area because mm-hmm. <clears throat> it's brutally hot and like the, you know, it's not, it's brutally hot, but also like there's a couple of, I guess, that were up in the mountains. So like it's really hot in the summertime and really fucking cold in wintertime. They didn't give them blankets. But it wasn't a lot of fun. It wasn't fun. It was, it was prison. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Uh, but but the guy Papillon, he actually escaped three different times and got captured, spent time in other jails before while he was being transported back. And then finally they said, fuck it, you're going to Devil's Island. So they went and they sent him to Devil's Island and he eventually escaped. I don't remember the movie that well because I was a kid. I watched the theater with my father, if I recall, and in the 70s, right? 73. Yeah. yeah. So I was just like 10 years old. And I remember this, That's, but I, I don't think I've seen it since then. But you I, should you should seek it out. I, yeah. I'm I'm going to I want to I want to watch it. I might watch hell. I might watch the new one again because it was that good. Like I said, that guy Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, I I can't name a single role that he's done after Sons of Anarchy that was any goddamn good until this one. Hmm. And he it fucking blew my mind because at times he kind of looked like he kind of already looks like Steve McQueen anyway. But he has he's a fairly decent dramatic actor. Now he was in a couple flicks before. The Sons of Anarchy stint and that that were really good, uh, where he did a, a great job. Uh, like he was in uh, Children of Men, which uh, we've talked about that before. You've mm-hmm. never seen that movie, but mm-hmm. I, I it's one of my favorites. But he was also in Green Street Hooligans, which is a soccer hooligan movie, and that was like one of his first feature films he was in, and he was phenomenal in that movie, uh, and goofy and funny and just uh, all that. But like Papillon was really really good. No, it's an intense, heavy movie. Yeah, I hope I hope it gets some sort of nomination. If anything, like for I don't know best sound where it was in focus something yeah something like that you got anything else paul no i don't there was someone's gonna ask you but i forgot what it was and doesn't really paul matter. forgotten he'll probably remember by next week doesn't doesn't matter yeah it doesn't just, even matter just doesn't does anything matter just doesn't nothing really matters let's 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 try and bring back spanking yeah let's not bring back because it was never there let's bring spanking to corporate america <laughs> i'm gonna pitch this idea to my boss <laughs> You should so have a serious like, what meeting. What the hell's wrong with you? Like, I don't. We got to figure this out. We're going to do this, and we're going to then we're going to implement. We're going to talk to people about. It. No, so we, we, and then you should just 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 bring it out. Just let it roll off your tongue, or just gloss over. It, like, okay, so here's what we need to do. I really want to streamline this this procedure. We can throw out a few things to make it a little bit better. Uh, I also want to implement. Uh, you know, a little bit better, uh, th- more th- a little bit different thought process than this. Communication, um, we can we can we can communicate. Obviously, we can always improve communication. I really like to put up e- set up email strings so we can do this and this and this. Uh, maybe a community message board, maybe a community Facebook page, and then we'll you know uh, reinstitute spankings, and then we're gonna do this and then like just gloss <laughs> just over and like see if she's paying attention. Go back to that last one. What was that last one you said, Joe? It's spankings. Like, oh, okay, you, you, let's you, mean, you mean the email string? Is that what you went? No, no, not that no. One. <laughs> Anyway, all right, that's all I got, man. That's all I've got. Okay, I'm going to go home and uh, take some vitamin C and take care of yourself. Die. I'm going to take care of myself. Take care. Bye.